0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, George, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. This week's episode is titled, Leading the Way to Childhood Dreams. Do you remember those little four-wheeled pieces of plastic and metal that brought so much joy to you as a child? And perhaps misery to your parents because they were left out everywhere. Whether it was inside outside, these were a staple in most households and still are. I can confirm this, uh, with my own children, but we are talking about hot wheels and man, are they hot? Uh, they were awesome as kids, but now it's even cooler when we can build our own courses and tracks. Um, just like you did when you were a kid. Um, and Hot Wheels Unleashed has become a digital reality for us where we can um, we we really didn't know we needed it until it came up. My goodness, the the potential for creation and creativity within that game, uh, the diversity of you know, cars you can use, I look at my kids' stuff right now and I'm like, damn, I wonder if that's in the game. I hope that's in the game. And it's, it's one of those ones that's like the the game as a whole has been on my radar to buy to play with the kids because, you know, we've kind of introduced them a little bit to video games with like, you know, we, we had a couple stints of, of COVID and, and isolation where we, we introed them to Mario Kart and they had an absolute blast. So I am feeling like Hot Wheels is, might be the next progression.
1: Well, I mean it's Easy Tie and they already have the toys, so Yeah. Yeah. They'll will be they'll be familiar. And if they didn't know Hot who Wheels, Mario was, they're Hot at Wheels least does lead
2: the way, right? Like they already <laughs> <It> does. <laughs> yeah. Hot Wheels leading the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, and it'll be a perfect game too cuz your kids your kids cannot um, they cannot sneak downstairs and play on the tv because the intro sound for that game is so goddamn loud <laughs> you will think someone's burning rubber in your living room
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's so good oh it is it gets you super amped but every time i'm like oh shit my, my speakers are too high
1: <laughs> i love it and you know what was crazy is like there's only like four tracks uh like music there's only like four music tracks in the game when, oh, okay. I, so when I played it, the, but they're all bangers. They're just, yeah. you just jam right into it.
0: <laughs> the the musical diversity was not the strong suit or like the point <laughs> of the game, right? No. Like, they, they're no. like no. okay, we're, we got to cut budget somewhere. You know, track design, development that way. Nah. Soundtrack,
1: eh, we can skirt by. Yeah. We're not they're, Tony Hawk.
2: They're pretty catchy though. They're pretty good.
1: I was yeah. shocked how good this game was though. Hmm. Yeah, you
0: guys were—you guys got into that like pretty heavy.
2: Oh yeah, I played the shit out of that game.
0: <laughs> no, I know, Trevor. I know you platinumed it for sure.
2: Daryl did too.
0: Daryl I did, did as
2: too. well. Yep. Ooh, I crushed it in record time. I kind of played. Oh, yeah. yeah. it. Like, I'm done. I have all the cars. I did everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, Daryl went down the rabbit hole for this game for sure. Man, I'll I got passion.
1: real into it. I was like, holy. <laughs>
0: So they have, it's got like a a track builder too, correct?
2: Yes. Yes. Which is, it can be difficult. Okay. In terms of like scale and how you actually want to build the tracks to work. Because it is um, sort of like Mario Kart. You have areas that can go like upside down and sideways and shit like that. Um, So you have to deal with like magnetic track sections, things like that. But it was super intuitive. It's very fluid. Like it's not take this stock piece and put it next to this next stock piece right like it's not like if you think of like fuck roller coaster tycoon where you have a list of parts and that's all you can use yeah it it bends in space so you can you can stretch a piece you can twist it you can turn it and do whatever you want with it really um and then you just kind of select some of the potential features like whether it has walls on it or not and stuff like that it was yeah it's hard to make a really good track i mean playing some of other people's creations but it gives you the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. It's it was really well done for a I mean let's face it I think it was a $50 game when it came out. Yeah. And the track creator is probably better than most, you know, build build a level versions of any other game I've seen in
0: Yeah, the like a like a AAA builder versus Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say like
1: you have you have track creation in games like Dirt 5 and stuff like that where it's like a component yeah. to the game where you have to complete certain amount of like driving hours and things like that. And there is some track mania like you have well. to try race tracks and play online, which is either an established track or a created track. Like it, it's like a choice thing when you go into the multiplayer menu, but like the, some of them are super easy and super fast and, and they're like super janky. And you, you, if you like, if you go pedal to the metal, you're, you're just going to shoot right off the track. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh some of the stuff people made is actually like pretty incredible. Like some of the tracks that some of the people made are wildly good. It's yeah. it's
0: insane. Like the you know, people will get into you know games like this exponentially and put so much time and effort to create these just amazing tracks. Like well, it it almost it reminds me a little bit of like Super Mario Maker and the yep. time and effort people have put into building these insane levels. The same yep. goes for Hot Wheels, right? Like, it, it's taking our, you know, millennial generation back to, you know, building Hot Wheels tracks in our house when we were kids.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, super critical part. Um, and, and, like, the big thing, too, is, like, it's almost like they built the game with the track maker. Like, it definitely feels yeah. like, okay, this is what the, they, they essentially built made this really fluid track creation tool and then the devs just used it to make their own tracks
3: yeah well i think i think uh, there's there's quite a few games uh throughout some of the past generations that are like this like i don't think a game like little big planet has the the longevity that it does unless it has the level the level builder in it you know like I'll totally agree um you know there was a there was a ps3 uh kart racer i don't know if you, a bit of a throwback i don't know if you guys remember this one called mod nation racers oh the i PS3. love mod
2: Nation.
3: yeah yeah dude so, we, I, I swear to god we won copies of those for the ps3
0: from uh like buying slurpees at max yeah
2: i think that was from a max oh, break okay. we won mod yeah. Nations. yeah
3: yeah so like that that game is the same thing But that one didn't have the longevity because I think at that point there were still a lot of technical limitations to what they could do. So like Hot Wheels very much gave me those vibes of like the old Mod Nation series of this game is going to last for years as long as the devs continue to update uh, the track builder with new pieces and new parts and uh, new environments that you can put these things in. Like... It's, it has it has the chance to last for years.
2: And yeah, they've and been doing that.
3: The, yeah. the two
2: DLCs. I mean, the second DLC. I was like, okay, it's a bit pricey at this point. But the first DLC being the the DC Batman extension yeah,
3: was, dope. was <laughs> that amazing. was an instant buy for Daryl. You get, oh, you get to you get to race in the Bat Cave. Like that's cool oh, as shit.
2: Yeah, so okay. around like all the monitors and they added like parts that are track specific, like Joker pieces and stuff like that, and then. The newest one I haven't played it yet but the newest one that just came out was the Monster Trucks one.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward cool. to that. I'm going to I don't know if
2: it really ties into a true Hot Wheels like product but either way it's just like it's just a super cool well, extension Hot Wheels has Monster Trucks. There's
0: totally Hot Wheels Monster Trucks. <laughs> okay. I have a couple. I
1: bought the Camaro ones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you would.
0: <I> mean, <laughs> but, 100% you would.
2: But even then yeah. like the Aside from the online, like the the story mode is really good. the the map is hilarious. It reminds me of one of those old like carpet, yeah, t- yeah, towns all the that yeah. What, it, what it is, yeah, hundred yeah, uh, percent. And like the the progression was pretty good. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the whole like semi loot box system. Uh, um, yeah, that's always a. It's it's not like uh, pay to win, but they they're kind of a pain in the ass just because the odds were kind of shit so getting the same car 10 times in a row is a bit of a pain but uh.
1: but the nice thing about that is that 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 uh like the shop component refreshes i just wish it refreshed faster so there is chances to get the cars that you are missing um i just don't think you can pull the like super rare legendary ones uh out of there i don't know for
3: sure those. sometimes
2: there's a couple in there occasionally but uh, okay
3: all, all I I, yeah. I oh, I was just gonna say, all I know is when I bought the game and I got I think five like loot box pulls for free, I got bat I got the Batmobile day one. <laughs> that was that was one of the five that I pulled on the first day, and I I was through the roof. I was so excited. Yeah, and I, I the remember hot that. Oh, yeah. uh, the, so uh, the hot dog is the hot dog is. Hot dog one is awesome.
2: Can, can we also just talk about the physics? Speaking of the hot dog one. So it's a hot yeah. dog one on wheels and it's got a barbecue at the back and the lid fucking flaps as you drive through your races. <laughs> the spoiler. Yeah. 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 But like it's a it's a Hot Wheels game. But the physics that they put into this game and like the the plastics and like the, the graphics, even like being able to yeah. like customize the type of plastic, what it looks like, like
3: even the lighting, the water. Yeah. Even the lighting is nuts. Like all of the tracks that you race on are in real world environments. So there's one in like a school, and there's one in a garage, and there's one the in a big ba- park. There's <laughs> the
1: skyscraper. There's like the basement that you get to customize, which also yeah. adapts and changes every single time you make changes to your basement setup. Whenever you use basement tracks, it yeah. like it oh, is it? super intuitive. Yeah, it changes. I didn't everything that you're driving around it's it is your basement it it changes as you change it so yeah like which is phenomenal like what a cool component yeah That's the level cool. of
3: a level of detail for toys like it's super yeah. impressive
1: i definitely didn't realize that with the basement
2: because personally i was like i don't i get the the base building i guess component of this of your like I'm a, you know, I'm the Elon Musk billionaire that has a basement (laughs) dedicated to Hot Wheels shit because it's like, no one can afford this fucking basement. Um, but I just never understood. Like, I felt like they should have had more cars in the game and less, like, I don't care what the basement door looks like. Don't give me 20 basement doors. It was was a little bit too much leaning to that where it's like, I'm here to play hot wheels and race cars, not build a little, you know, pillow fort in the basement
1: yeah i think from the track development side that's probably one of the one of the components is like because when you build uh when you custom build a, a track in your basement when any, anybody else plays it it goes to like that room so it's like yeah. a personalized design people can see it. Or whatever even though there's like some staple things that don't move like the furniture doesn't move and the tv doesn't move and you can't interchange where the trophy case is or like you just change how everything looks and kind of gotcha. the color scheme and the wallpaper and stuff like that. Um, so it's pretty regimented in in lots of fashions, but it'd be like, Oh, I'm racing around this room. This guy has all those trophy accolades uh, like on the shelf by the, by the TV unit. Like this guy's got the SpongeBob stuff from season two. <laughs> and like, yeah, right.
3: um,
1: I think there's kind of like a, a facet to that. Maybe, I don't know if that's what they were thinking of when they, when they developed that, but I'm with you. Like I was hoping for more cars and, yeah. And even like the ability, if the basement had that stuff, like to showcase and be able to put the cars on the shelves, like, yeah, uh, or have yeah, like a cabinet or something beautiful. for them, like to show your yeah, collection. Yeah. I thought that would be cooler, but that'd be I, pretty sweet.
3: I think the, I think what kind of lost me because I, because I played the game, um, like you guys did, but I didn't end up doing the platinum. I, I still haven't beat the game. I, I need to go back to it, but I think what kind of, burnt me out about halfway through was I was kind of hoping that there was more race types. Um, mm. you know, cause it's really just like circuit race, time trials and sprint and Sports. sprint. Um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping that maybe they would add in like battle races, so you, you know, like, like most kart racers, you're picking up weapons and shields throughout the, the course and, you know you're able to shoot missiles at, at other hot wheels and stuff like i i think it it would have just been nice to have a bit more of a varied race selection yeah for, like a dra-
0: even like a drag race or like
3: a like even a dr- single drifting would have been cool these cars yeah. are super drifty like the like the driving yeah. mechanics in this are are really drifty to yeah. have a dedicated drift mode would have actually been a lot of fun in this game mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: I agree. I think that would have been fun. I also wish that they just had the, like, the the classic tr- track drop. Like, the the sprint down to the bottom. What's the faster car? Just straight yes. downhill, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to get there first? Like, I just wish there was a couple of those. Would yeah. be Like, to make you have to pick a, one of the faster, or, a, like, unlock and spend money and make your car faster. Because yeah. one of the other weird components of the game is, like, Basically, it doesn't really matter what car you choose; everything has a chance to win. So you can be in the Koenigsegg oh. Jesko and still get beat by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like hey they turtles the on his doghouse.
2: <sighs> I I do think they edited that in one of the updates. I did notice a bit of a change from the very like first release version because that was the thing I, early on. I managed to get a really good car. And I'm getting beat by, like, you know, the common, like, the shittiest cars in the game. And I'm, like, yeah. struggling to pass these cars. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's the point of the upgrade system if it doesn't fucking do anything? Right? Yeah, yeah, so I think, no I think they did change that a little bit because I was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm racing against, like, the shittiest cars in the game and I'm getting yeah.
3: fifth.
0: Like The, like, what's placebo happening? effect?
2: Oh, yeah. well, like, the- I'm not I'm not playing on ultra hard, I'm playing on normal. Like well, the
3: surprising thing? Like this game is hard. Some of the yes. tracks and, like the difficulty spikes a little bit, I found it is a hard game.
2: Well, there is the uh the last I think it's the last five, like the very, very end of the story mode. Um there's the races, and then there's also the time trials. To get gold in the time trials, you have to do the shortcut.
3: Yes. Yeah, it doesn't you matter can't how perfect no, it's impossible
2: it doesn't matter how perfect you drive a lap you have to do the shortcut or else you cannot beat the
1: time which is just there's like I, I, I did I found there was like I found there was like 20 of those that were like that like not even yeah. just the last five there was other ones on the regular map that I was like you can't like I can't have a better faster constantly hitting the turbo like lap and and make this time and that was one Part that I was like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like that yeah. you have to use the like, and some of the secrets are insane. <laughs> I was like, gonna say, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, these are not like
2: Mario Kart. Like, there's a ramp, there's a tunnel. This is clearly a shortcut. This is like, turn off the map, go up the little ramp that goes beside the stairs because you're in like this open world room. Go up this ramp, turn back around, and then get back on a track in a different spot. Like, Not like, I don't know who figured these out aside from the devs. It was like, I don't know how you would have ever figured this out without the internet.
1: Yeah. Like there's the one where you have to like turbo right out of the the dinosaur mouth, hit the side of the track, like the, the wall of it, skip over onto the track, like all the way down. And that shaves off like 20 seconds. So you can actually finish the track. But if you don't turbo and like arc yourself, you're like fly a little bit, you're not you're not gonna hit it, and then you have to land. You have to make sure you land on the track, or it just resets and you go back to the start, and you you have to restart it anyways because it's like you're you're hooped. You're gonna that, run out of time.
0: Uh, that brings <laughs> you back to like watching some of these like Mario Kart exploits, where dudes are like, you know, the the one mine level where the guy like skips like half the level with some of these like exploits and turbos and shortcuts. And does a whole lap in like thirty seconds when it should be like two minutes.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's exactly what it 100%. is. And you'll see on online. There's certain cars too. If you hit a jump and turbo properly, because you can control your car kind of like a plane. Because there's some levels where you actually have to like
0: Little pitch and yaw. You have to like flip yeah, your car exactly. over because
2: you're driving upside down, and then the track ends, and you have to flip back to a, a regular um. track. But you can do that where you control your pitch and yaw. And there's guys who will just literally fly across the whole track. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, so you're in an online mode. And like when the first person finishes, you get whatever, 30 seconds to finish. Yeah, And you're like, oh, this should be a five minute track. And 10 seconds in, you're getting the countdown that someone's already finished the race. Yeah, they've already beat been- <laughs> it. Like, what the fuck happened? How is this possible? Yeah. So that that was some of the biggest ones. We just like, this is kind of confusing, but. I mean, it makes you kind of look it up, but I, I can't imagine any of those being beaten without using the shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: So, speaking of shortcuts, we're we're gonna take a quick pathway uh, to to our danger dome, as I know Daryl has a uh, a, a very old timey setup for us today. <laughs> so, Daryl, if you could take us to the Danger Dome.
2: Stay a while and listen.
0: Fantasy
1: Face-Off. Fight. Okay. Well, this week, we actually, uh, earlier this year, took some questions with... Uh, in conjunction with Retro Edge and we were part of the question of the week and one of my questions was some uh was looking for some battle ideas from some of our listeners and some and some people uh out there in the gaming world and we got one that I that I quite liked and chatted about it with the crew and uh so I want to shout out Nintendo Cam for the suggestion but we're going to have a battle it's going to be a little more magical little uh little Main screen, big big movie battle. Uh, it's the it's the battle of the gray bush. We're going, uh, we're bush. going, Dumbledore versus Gandalf. the The battle Ooh. of the epic wizards. It's 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 about to go down. Oh man, man, That's I a tough one. That's a it's I a weirdly tough one. <laughs> Similar looks, but uh, very different stories. I
0: I feel like Dumbledore has lived a more, like, cushy life, you know? Like, he's the headmaster of this, like, wizard academy. He's got all this stuff sorted out. He He can, like, sit around and be coy and help this teen wizard with all his challenges. <laughs> Meanwhile... <laughs>
1: Like he's Gandalf, dealing with, is, he's dealing with a bunch of puberty, and the other oh guys—oh my god! Just <laughs> hormonal,
2: puberty. Magic, magic puberty,
1: magic, magic puberty, puberty, and
0: hormonal teen wizards and witches. Meanwhile, Gandalf is out like fighting for his fucking life, trying to fight a goddamn Balrog, and somehow <laughs> magically surviving and coming back in a new, whiter version of himself.
2: This isn't even my final form.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And like given given not only just like, I mean, they, they both have a little bit of you know pensions for like trickery and a little bit of deception.
2: Did you say they both I, have pensions?
3: <laughs> pensions I think. I think, pensions. I, I think. Dumbledore would have a pension. Even Hogwarts, among the yeah,
1: for sure, has a pension. Yeah. That's, I, I don't mean, know. That's it's
2: got to be a union job, right? I was yeah. going to say, is
3: Hogwarts unionized?
0: <laughs> uh, support your local <laughs> union, folks.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that being said, i I think Gandalf takes it. It's It's going to be like right down to to the last bit but i think gandalf in his finer final finer in his final like both gandalf the white form i i think he takes it just like by a sliver by
2: i kind of like, i kind of agree i think if it comes down to it of yeah he's who, gonna slither it actually oh god uh <laughs> of who would actually pull the trigger if to use a metaphor obviously mm. Mm-hmm. Gandalf has killed many things. Right? <laughs> Whereas Dumbledore really hasn't killed anybody. We don't know. We barely no. know about Dumbledore. He is pretty mysterious. There's probably some bodies buried somewhere. But we for sure know that Gandalf has killed several things, including mm-hmm. orcs and Nazgul and all sorts of crazy shit. So I think I'm with Kyle. On this so I think I, I mean, we both, I think all of us kind of grew up in the, the golden era of Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Which yep. is pretty crazy, but I think I still gotta go Gandalf.
0: Ooh, brothers, Jordan, Jordan. What do you What do you think? You look deep in thought here.
3: This is one of the few times that I'll actually agree with uh, both yes. of the DeBolt brothers. Yes. Um, if if we were talking about just pure like spell casting and uh and magic and, you know, all the other bullshit, you know, I think Dumbledore probably edges it out just because he's been a, a a student of the craft, so to speak for, for many years. And he's had to pass it along to, you know, to many other witches and wizards. But I mean, we're talking about fighting here. We're talking about going toe to toe. And uh, like, you know, like Trevor said, Gandalf is fucked shit up uh, a whole bunch and you know he's well versed in battle, and uh, you know he rocks both a staff and a sword, which is badass as shit.
2: He's clearly played Elden Ring. He's
3: clearly played <laughs> Elden Ring. Yeah, um, I I think I think if they were to go toe to toe, I see Dumbledore trying to reason with Gandalf and trying to trying to recruit him as a teacher for Hogwarts. He doesn't <laughs> want to fight him. But he wants his knowledge and he wants him to help uh, people at the school. So, um, yeah, I think Gandalf takes the fight.
1: Gandalf is defeated by contractual
3: obligations to Hogwarts.
2: <laughs> I can't. I've got to go coach Quidditch.
3: Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I should have should have read the fine print. Oh.
1: Yeah. We can replace the golden snitch with some golden hobbits. It's gold. <laughs> Way cheaper. Well, I think you guys have spoken, and I you know, I'm with Jordan. I think that maybe Dumbledore has probably got like all kinds of tricks and probably quick spells that could probably put a like a pretty good dent maybe in Gandalf, but like he's just so we just don't know the ultimate power of Dumbledore. He's just this unknown variable a little bit. But uh yeah. Gandalf killed Balrog. And I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can just look past that. Yeah, Yeah. Gandalf fucks shit up. Like I'm just waiting for the point that Gandalf just yells out, "You cannot pass any classes in Hogwarts." Like (laughs) 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 you fail. (laughs) You shall not go to the school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Daryl's choice is Gandalf as well.
1: Yeah, it's unanimous. Gandalf wins. Holy
0: shit. I think this is like history, folks. This is, is,
1: is like our first
0: unanimous decision. Like this isn't even like going to the judges and like split decision text text dean vote.
1: <laughs> Third nope. party. No, no audience vote necessary on this one. No. Nope.
0: <laughs> no. No. Gandalf.
1: Gandalf wins. Unless somehow, For
0: victory. Unless For
1: somehow
2: victory. <laughs> uh, Dumbledore gets Harry to somehow kill Gandalf in some weird way, but I mean, Gandalf—I or... think that's outside of the rules of this yeah. fight. Yeah, Dumbledore no is pretty kicks. hairy
0: as it is, so. Oh God. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> On that fuzzy note, uh...
1: <laughs> dusty note. Oh. Ugh.
0: <laughs> bringing it back to the hottest of wheels um is is there anything that you guys like i mean it, it's it's a pretty pretty freaking solid game is there anything on your wish list that you'd like to see that would like bring you back to play it some more cuz i know like you've got the platinum trophy already is there anything that would sway you to fire it up again and fire yourself down a length of orange plastic track.
1: I think well, for me, it's just, well, it, it, well, it depends on some of the collabs that they continue to do. Cause hot wheels is like, um, they kind of have that with the market. Like they're, they're free to to collab with a whole bunch of stuff. Like there's uh, there's already street fighter cars in there. There's all the Batman stuff. Uh, they did all like the SpongeBob collection, Um, The monster truck, Ninja Turtles, like there's all this cool stuff that's collaborated into there already um, as it is. And I think it'd be really cool. Like, I think they need to continue that and continue like doing the same thing they did with the Batman DLC where, you know, there's new tracks and stuff at the bottom, its own little uh, carpet tile uh, styled (laughs) to the (laughs) Batman thing. And, And I think they need to keep doing that. Um, but I also think they need to introduce a bunch more cars. Like, uh, that would be, that would be like a big, big thing that would help them kind of without it, in there.
2: without them all being a dollar 99 on the PlayStation store. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. thing. Just, like if there's yeah, a DLC, I, I'll pay, I'll pay $10, but don't make me pay for like all these little things. Like it just, it adds up really quick
3: Yeah, and it's, I, it
2: gets a little ridiculous for what the game is.
3: I Mm -hmm. think that's been one of my biggest complaints so far is the season pass when the game first came out didn't include the Batman DLC. Like there, there was a lot of expansions and there's been a lot of add-ons that have nothing to do with the season's pass. And a lot of the season's pass content isn't nearly as good as the, uh, collaborated expansions that they've released. So that, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that seems a it's, bit gre- greasy it's, to me.
2: It's not a tr- it's not a traditional seasons pass. It's like a pass for that season. So it's not like a Borderlands where you buy the seasons pass and you get all four DLCs. It's like mm-hmm. this is the DLCs are called seasons, and instead of just getting the maps and all that, you get you know some cars and some extra shit with it. So it's just some wording, maybe that's a little sneaky there because I think I did the
3: same yeah, thing maybe.
2: and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. That's kind of annoying
3: yeah that kind of turned me off a little bit for yeah. some of the collaborations that they've done it's, it's just a it's lot money like grab type stuff
2: yeah it's not pay to win but it is definitely some money grab like i could see it similar you know you see it with like games like fortnite and other games like we're gonna do this collab with whatever big company or whoever you know you love this brand you know like with all the marvel and dc stuff that they do with hot wheels and it's like well we're going to get our money out of it. If, we're, if mm-hmm. you're going to give you that car, you're, you're going to pay us for it. You can't just get it for free. So that that I agree. That it, it adds up really quick. So if you look at all the extra stuff you could buy in the PlayStation Store right now, it, if the game costs $50, there's probably $100 to $150 worth of extra shit on the PlayStation Store that you can buy into this game right now. And that's still fairly that's, early.
0: That's insane. Like microtransactions are just sort of like... Killing the joy of some games, you know. Like, do you remember the time when you could literally buy a game and unlock everything through playing it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I also what? remember when every game was ninety dollars. Or, <laughs>
3: I mean, every game is still ninety dollars. Yeah, I mean, we we've talked about this at nauseum, but like, I know Daryl and I, want you know, our our best example is fighting games, like. You know, give me a roster of 30 to 40 characters, but only give me 10 of them to use when I boot the game up. Yeah, make me unlock them. The rest of them I want to have to unlock through beating the story, doing challenges, like a, a lot of games. Yeah, like a lot of games have been lost on that sort of stuff and it loses that sense of progression and reward, for Mm -hmm. you know doing certain things that's the
1: best part of the newest smash bros it's like the only game that's still doing that
3: like yeah yeah.
1: which is surprising because you think
2: with smash bros nintendo would be like look at all the extra money we could make
1: oh well they still charge it like crazy amounts for the dlc for that one (laughs) with all the extra characters but like you start the game in the story mode with with one guy you get kirby and then you have to (laughs) <laughs> you have to go unlock everything else from that go point out. And there's like, there, out. There's it. like Ditto. 50 Ditto. characters
3: in that game and you have to unlock all of them. Yeah. Like, it's It makes you want to come back because even if you play for 20 minutes, you're going to unlock a character. Yeah. You know, um, a game like Hot Wheels would lend itself really well to that type of, of mechanic. Like, drop a new season, drop a new collaboration and I've got to do very specific things to unlock certain cars or give me like a boss challenge mode where it's a 1v1 race and if Mm -hmm. you win you get the pink slip for that car that you just race you know what i mean because even they have
1: slips
2: they even had that mode they had like the boss mode in
3: in the
1: game
2: right and that was that'd be super useful for that i think the other thing too that we haven't talked about is with the online mode is they have like a call of duty or whatever they have like a season's past progression and they need to figure out the fucking experience for that thing oh yes yes i played that like it it, hot wheels for me especially when i was playing the platinum became okay i'm gonna log in i'm gonna play hot wheels for about an hour get my daily um challenges done and then i'm gonna leave because there's the progression otherwise was ridiculously slow yes i understand some kids who are Playing this for twelve hours a day might progress this, but it's like getting through like one level of that season's pass was like ten races, and you're like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that, that was that was really like poorly delegated amounts, yeah. like of
3: experience. Yeah. For like,
2: here's like, five experience for your two hundred experience level. You're like, thank thanks, guys.
3: That yeah. that was another issue I had early on, and and who knows, maybe they've updated that in in recent months, but uh, like. It, you, the only way you could earn experience was by doing quick races or online. If you were doing the campaign, none of the races in the campaign earned experience for the seasonal content. So yeah, I, I lost, sense. I lost out on all of the early game DC stuff that they did. I think I got one, maybe two cars out of that and that was it. Um, you know, and I don't want to waste my time just doing quick, you know, quick play stuff. No, but, so that, I, who knows, maybe they've changed that now, but, um, you know, Daryl's right. That's a bit of an oversight on the devs part. Like, I don't know how you mess that up. So, I mean, with,
0: with every major title, especially with, you know, those that come from, you know, other major brands doing collaborations, there's always, you know, that money grab portion um and we i mean we talk ad nauseum like jordan said about how to solve it and how to avoid all these these dlc issues and you know seasons pass you know games as a service problems um i think as a whole developers need to start re-evaluating their models because yep. because yes like I, I I've realized that it is a business and the whole point is to make money. But at the same time, when they are ruining games with you know extensive amounts of DLC and poorly tuned battle passes that don't really make sense, it kind of ruins the whole experience. I mean, even look at I mean, some of the the stuff I'm going all the way back to, you know, like Call of Duty Warzone and vanguard and f- basically forcing people to buy call of duty games to play and level guns for the free online game and picking you know guns that are in their most recent special dlc packs to you know buff or hit meta bu- yeah exactly like all these like meta changes that come from these dlc packs that Secretly buff guns to make people buy the packs. You know, I get that video games is a business. I get that. I get that everyone wants to get their money back, but at some point, you still need to think about consumer experience. And if you if you don't consider that, then your your game is going to suffer as a whole.
3: Just give me the option, like Street Fighter Five did this, where if you wanted a new character right away you could buy him if you wanted to um or it cost like ten thousand coin and all of that coin can be earned from just fighting in the game and playing the game so Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it might take you a little bit longer but you can still earn that character for free um Mm -hmm. you know give give us the choice if i want to buy something right now sure but don't wall it off completely just because I refuse to give you any more money. Mm-hmm.
2: The, the best thing I heard recently was you can tell how much a game is pay to win by the number of currencies in your game. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like look, look oh, at like, the coins. mobile games. Yeah, yeah, coins and gems and star powers. And it's just like once you get past two, it's like this game's pay to win. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Right?
3: yeah you're yeah. fucked. That's the issue with mobile games, right? Like yeah, most crazy. mobile games have six currencies that you have to fucking figure out. And it's, it's paywalled all... to get to the, to
1: the, like the end game stuff. And yeah.
3: it's, yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Otherwise, aside from that, I would say Hot Wheels, especially now it's probably on sale for maybe $30. If you're trying to fill that racing car void, easy, easy pickup for this one.
1: It's a really enjoyable game more than I expected I, I thoroughly more, enjoyed the way game. Way more
2: technical than I expected.
1: Yes, I, I agree. Like the difficulty to actually win races in the later part of the campaign was actually difficult. So, um, yeah. I can appreciate I can appreciate those components. But I can
2: yeah. guarantee yeah. I can guarantee there won't be any racing hot dogs or dragons in the next Need for Speeds. <laughs> <so.
3: laughs> um, now, as as is tradition on on the podcast when we when we do a deep dive on a game scores yeah i i, I got to know i'm, I'm yeah. really curious
2: daryl
1: um well i it would have been really really high if the time trial thing wasn't so um kind Dick of bunk yeah annoying. yeah it was re- that part was really annoying and you had to look up videos to, to kind of solve it so um it would have been higher but uh i'm gonna give it an eight uh i think that there's there's a lot of really good things. I agree with Trevor. The physics and the mechanics of this game are really fluid and really nice. And the driving experience was really solid. Um, so I really enjoyed those pieces and the customization aspects, of, you know, painting your car and making the tracks and customizing your basement room and stuff like that. I, I like those stuff. I like components. i big fan of that stuff. So uh, it's innate. I think there's room to grow, but I think it was... For if for the amount that it costs, even initially t- for what it is, I think it's a it's an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Trevor,
2: uh, I'd probably agree with Daryl, like eight eight and a half. Um, pretty much the same reasons. I think, yeah, comparing the cost and how polished this game was, like out of the gate, and what you can do and have access to stuff, I think it was yeah, easily one of the better driving games I've played. Um, I mean, if you're looking for like a story mode kind of Need for Speed game or like even a Forza with some stuff in the background, it's it's not going to be there. But if you're like, I just want to have fun, you know, reminiscing to Hot Wheels and kind of a Mario Kart-esque world uh, of just doing races, uh, eight, eight and a half for sure. Also great if you do want to do couch co-op. Yes, totally and ruin your marriage, but (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn doesn't play racing games. So yeah, that's it's own struggle.
3: That's fair. Yeah. Jordan. Um, I'm a little lower than you guys. I would give it a seven. Um, I, I was a little bit higher on the game when it first came out. Uh, but like I said, I got burnt out pretty fast just on some of the, uh, the seasonal XP, the, the lack of race diversity, um, uh, it, there, there were just a few things that kind of got old really fast for me, but I agree with the both of you. The driving mechanics are surprisingly polished for this being like a, I don't know, a double a game, I guess it, like it's not yeah. a triple a game, but um, and, uh, and then, and then I do agree with Daryl, uh, you know, maybe some extra, extra cars uh, at launch um, would have been nice. I, there was a like a one-week stint where I think I pulled the same car out of boxes about nine times. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. so I, I just felt like I was getting no progress because I kept pulling the same vehicle over and over. So, um, yeah, maybe some, some more vehicles would have fixed that a bit. But, yep. yeah, I'm at a seven.
2: Yeah. And at this point in time, Kyle, would you buy Hot Wheels? Have we convinced you?
0: I think if it's on sale for for a, a you know a bargain price, I might look into it solely just for something something accessible to play with the kiddos. You know, yeah, yeah, and you know maybe maybe the uncles come over and have a whole on Hot Wheels bonanza.
2: Put the kids show them how the place. it's done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My poor children will be crying by the end of it. <laughs>
1: You gonna learn today. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: overall, I I think that uh, that take on Hot Wheels and Gandalf being a badass is uh,
2: <laughs> is good enough. Good enough. Hot Wheels lead the way.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at G-E-G Podcast. Check out our website, goodenoughgaming.com and write us an email about anything from our episodes or something you would like us to discuss in the future. You can also now join us on Discord on the Good Enough Gaming Discord server. We really appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming and nerds. Please subscribe to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts and rate us five stars so we can find more good enoughers in the process. Just remember, we might not be great, but we are good enough.